the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. Listening to Ion Real Estate, and we are at 866-970-9622, or you can get us at dherman.com and Facebook, or email, or Twitter. And Ace, I'm not sure how to spell your last name. It's okay. To find Ace. That's it. What were they? (laughs) (laughs) That's it. I can't. Ace W. All right, and we'll have to have a version of your name that's W. and we're here with Andrew Lieb, who is a New York real estate attorney. And Andrew, how to, and before we get back to time of the essence, I, which we're discussing, and I'm just thinking, in doing this show eight years, I don't think we ever discussed time of the essence. Yeah. So that's a good topic. Um, I want Andrew to continue. We had kind of a cliffhanger before the news. But before that, I just want to take a quick question, I think, for Andrew from Lily. Hi, Lily. Thanks for calling I Am Real Estate. Oh, hi, Dottie. I love your show. Oh, thanks. I get a lot of information from you guys. I have a question for you. I live in a rent-stabilized apartment building in Brooklyn, New York. I've been here over 30 years. Um, My daughter uh, was born here, and I finally want to put her on the lease. She's 25. Um, Would there be an issue with that? What do I need to do? Get in touch with management? Andrew? What? Has your daughter been living How in the do I property? Get her on the lease. Has she been living there? Has your daughter been living at the property? My daughter's been living here her whole life. She was born here. She's twenty-five. Um, they know she's here because I always add it when they had any tenants <clears> in the uh, building. When I do the leases, I put her name. The super knows. The workers, the porters, they all know she lives here. Her, her name is on the lease. Has this address. I'm sorry. Is her name on the lease? Is that what you said when you put her no, name on the lease? that's what I want to do. I would like to put her name on the lease. So you should have very little problem doing that because there's restrictions on assigning a rent-stabilized, which is also known as a rent-regulated property. But one of the exceptions is that you can have a child added. So you should definitely contact the management company. When you're dealing with rent-stabilized, though, and this is just a warning for everyone, your landlord's dying to deregulate it. Isn't that true? They're dying to yeah. make it that they can get market rent from you, right? Yeah, because they have, I know on, on my floor alone, they have people that are preferential yes. rather than stabilized. But I've been here too long, so my lease has always come rent stabilized, you know. So my suggestion to you is that 
even though it seems like an easy process, you should contact an attorney that does stabilize to make sure all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed. Because what we see so often is these unscrupulous landlords that are trying to pull tricks to deregulate whenever they can. And I don't know if you know, there's mm -hmm. new laws coming out right now to protect regulated tenants just like yourself. Oh, good. Yeah. The landlords were very upset about the new law. They're, they're very, I would say upset is an understatement of the year. They're outraged. Uh, I'm well, sure. And, and, and this is a big organization. I mean, they, this, this landlord here, they own uh, World, much, a lot of real estate all over Manhattan, Brooklyn, everywhere, Staten Island. Well, I think what, huge. yeah, so what Andrew was saying, you don't want to make a mistake. So just, uh, exactly. Right. You want to make sure because if there's a way that you just do bad paperwork or you miss something, they might have a reason not to allow it. So um, that's you really or contact Andrew and, you know, uh, or just somebody that, well, so that I, you I just make sure. Right. I contacted the management office uh, the day before yesterday. So she said the girl, the woman there was very friendly. She said, I just have to talk to the New York office. She's sure it's not going to be a problem, but they'll get back to me. All right. So well, my keep us answer to you is that you definitely can do it. And just to echo what Dottie said, it's just about doing it right. So if, if you're asking the can, you can make sure you do it right. We don't want to see a bad thing happen to you. Right. So what would be the right way of doing it? I'm sorry. <laughs> make sure you have an attorney to make sure your I's are dotted and your T's are crossed. Yes, yeah, Andrew's okay. a, 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 yeah, a real estate attorney. So. Andrew, how does somebody find an attorney like that? Let's say you don't know of an attorney. Uh, how do you do that? Well, I'll tell you how to reach me, question. and then I'll tell you how to find any attorney, which is real easy. To reach me, you just call on the phone, 646-216-8009. Say that again, Andrew? Yeah, no problem. 646-216-8009. But I'll give you another suggestion, too, because there's local bar associations everywhere you are. And all you have to do is Google the name of your county or your borough and bar association, and it'll come right up. And you call that number, and they can refer you to tons of attorneys. Okay. All right. So, all right. Uh, that's it. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Keep up the good work, guys. I love the thanks, show. Thanks. Thanks, Lee. Have a great day. Thanks for calling I on Real Estate. Thanks, Keep us posted. Keep us posted. Oh, I will. Oh. Thank you again, everyone. Have a great day. Yeah, and I have Zach. Um, Zach, heard him on the phone. Hi, Zach. How are you? I'm good. I just want everyone to know that uh, thanks for calling Lion Real Estate. Zach is uh, a friend and owns um, run, owns and runs uh, uh, Main Street, which is a... Well, wait, Main Street. And also the Blue Mar, which uh, my new joint, it's uh, Mediterranean Seafood. And uh, it's uh, run by Chef Paris uh, Brennan. And uh, we just opened up last week. And this is our second week. And we're, uh, we're on 136 Main Street, Southampton, New York. It's a beautiful town. And uh, it's a great place. Gorgeous restaurant attached to the hotel. Cartoon house and also there is okay. a nice room for uh, nightclub. There we're moving our nightclub AM Southampton in that room as well. Right. I said I was just there last night. I actually was there the first um, day it opened, and last week it's two weeks. And of course, I'm a fan of Zach's and his restaurants. I'm in Main Street all the I time. I love you. 
Yes, I know, and I love you. And he also has a room that opens up at night where you could dance. And I always say, you know, um, it's fun to have dinner, but there's, it's nice to have something to do afterward. Yeah. And the food is just great. I just, but Zach, sometimes people don't know exactly. Main Street is right in Southampton, in uh, on Main Street. You can't miss it. How do? What would you say is a You're landmark? You're not gonna miss it. It's like right at the heart of Southampton. It's, it's on the one thirty-six Main Street. Right, and what about and, and, and also and, you know seventy-five Main. As you know, it's on seventy-five Main Street, like two minutes walking distance from seventy-five Main. It's going right. to be um, north uh, from seventy-five Main. It's it's, uh, in, a, it's in a beautiful old house, Zach, isn't it? Isn't yes. it a beautiful yes. old house? Yes. Yeah, great uh, ancient uh, historic house in in Southampton. The Post House, the right? Post house? Yeah. Yes. What kind of food? Yeah, it's do you... Post House restaurant. Mm-hmm. And sorry? it's great food. So we'll see you there because I'm always it's, there. So it's the Mediterranean seafood. Yes, Mediterranean. I know you always. Uh, and, uh, it's a great place. It's the Mediterranean seafood, fresh, and uh, we would get all of our uh, fish great. from Europe. And, I know. Uh, delivered daily and comes to the Hamptons, and we're serving our beautiful Thanks. Customers. Okay, thanks, Zach. And if you go to those restaurants, uh, you'll see me at one of them. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Zach. See you later. Thanks. Bye-bye. It's just a great restaurant. I I, I just was there last night. And uh, I was just there last night. And it really, the food is just absolutely fabulous. Andrew, do you get to Southampton much? I do. I'm actually, I'm in East Mauritius, which is like West Hampton area. And I was thinking maybe I'm going to go there for dinner now that I was hearing about that. Wow, look yeah, at that. Yeah, well, he's the owner, and the food is great. And uh, I was there last night, and I, I, I just said, you know, Zach, I don't know. I said, you just have to tell people about this restaurant you just opened. And I don't know if they started there, but they also have a, that they open like at 11 or 1030. They have a, a room in the back, which is dancing, and so it doesn't interfere with eating. But if you want to have kind of a, a dinner, like eight, and then you want something to do afterwards, mm-hmm. You don't have to go far. So, what kind of dancing? What should I though? order, Dottie? What should I uh, order? What's the thing? Well, I had, I, you know, I had halibut last night, and it was great. Okay. Uh, but they have every, every, they have everything, and uh, just a good like halibut. people. Yeah. So I, I urge. But as for Zach, he's always as there. For Zach. Uh, yeah. All right. He's the owner. Uh, by the way, we are. Uh, you're listening to Iron Real Estate, and before I introduce our next guest, which I'm going to is. Yanni, uh, Yulia Yanni. I just want to ask a question. I don't know if we'll get a chance. I mean, I think I'll ask it next week also. But I just want to ask this because I read that a Harvard professor, uh, and I, I, I think of these kind of things uh, all the time that I try to think deep. Uh, the Harvard professor said winning a $20 million lottery won't make you, a happy, won't make you happier in life. And I'm like, well, wait a second. 20 million, but he says there are four things that will. And I am curious that you can email us or you can call us in um, if you would think of four things that you think will make you happier in life, what would they be? Uh, and he says it's not winning a $20, a $20 million lottery. So I'll just leave that Is to that you. Is it that Well... I don't think the answer is halibut, but you could answer that. It's 866-970-9622. And uh, we're pleased to have uh, Yula Yanni, who managed over half a billion in commercial real estate investments for Amstar Global Partners. 
which is a U.S. private equity fund, as well as she worked for the Related Group in Florida. And Yulia uh, received her MBA from Columbia, and RealAdam.com is her third startup. So uh, I would say good morning, Yanni. Oh, good afternoon. I think we're close to the afternoon. Good morning. Yanni, thank you for calling us. Thank, thank you for being a guest on Iowa Real Estate. Can you That's hear me? Thank you so much for having me. Uh, very good to be here. Oh, we're so glad to have you. Now, without getting too technical, okay, you have realadam.com, and it makes it easier for lenders and borrowers to, to get loans for commercial real estate. So without getting too technical, what made you think that what made you start that, and, and it became a disruptor? Well, how did you come up with that, or what made gave you the idea to do that? That's a good question. You know, and once you become an entrepreneur, you always have that uh, calling, and uh, it is sure. my third startup. Uh, and uh, uh, even though in between I did corporate jobs uh, and I did MBA at Columbia, every time I... I uh, see any problem, any issue during my regular work, I'm thinking, how can I solve uh, for it? And how can I start a company to solve any specific problem? Uh, and, and that's how uh, basically Real Atom was born. Uh, I did work for uh, Related in Florida, and I did work for a private equity fund, and we did have issues with commercial financing at one time or another. Or another. And uh, when I learned about new technologies that helping commercial borrowers and lenders and brokers uh, to get easier access to commercial uh, financing, I was like, okay, this is my aha moment. Uh, I do want to uh, uh, build a platform. I do want to build a technology that helps uh, uh, everyone in commercial real estate industry originate that more efficient, efficiently. Yes. Uh, basically, that, that was the story. Yes, and you said something that I so believe in because I'm an entrepreneur. Once an entrepreneur, it's in your blood. You're always going to be an entrepreneur. Well, it's not for everybody, but if that's your thing, you always try to come up with something. But I'm really also very interested. Uh, you wrote an article for Forbes uh, that people automatically think that the field you're in is very male-dominated. Um, so, first of all, is it? Is the field that you're in very male-dominated? or Because you wrote an article that people think that, and uh, do you think that it is? And I think you're seeing more CEOs come into the um, field. What are you seeing? And can you give us a little, like, kind of snapshot of the article that you wrote for Forbes? Because in case you don't read it, or you should get it if you haven't. But in case you haven't, Yanni wrote a great article. Can you give us a little about your article that you wrote in Forbes? Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, the article basically uh, was about uh, yes, most of the time uh, women are in uh, uh, male-dominated industries, and there are a lot of them, and commercial real estate is not an exception. Right. Uh, uh, although the situation is changing, as you just said. Uh, but I wanted to uh, express in my article that, you know, if you are in a 
uh, leadership position in any industry, you don't want to subsume the female qualities. You Say want that again. to uh, yes, you you want to uh, capitalize on your uh, female qualities. You want to uh, use uh, any qualities that female uh, any female has: the collaborating, listening, having an inclusive decision-making qualities. You have to uh, include it in your uh, regular work life. So, example. You're saying, okay. Yanni, let me just get that straight. You're saying that, and I do believe this, that women and men sometimes think differently or in business or not, or use different skill sets. You're saying that in any business you're in, um, you need to look at the qualities that women bring to the table and make sure you incorporate them. Is that basically? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So you what are those uh, qualities that you think, um, what would you say are... You know, I've always noticed the difference with men and women, and not not you know, and I think that's why it's always good to have both, or have a, um, or have a diverse group of people that make those decisions. Julia, you say not to not to hide the so-called female qualities. Don't those qualities? Don't people think that they that they're that they're weak? I know they're not, but don't. Why shouldn't you hide those so-called female qualities? <laughs> Uh, you know, let's look at the uh, at history. Uh, behind any man, there was a uh, a woman who was basically uh, driving his decision. So, but it was historically uh, uh, done like that because women didn't have many opportunities. Now we do have opportunities. Well, we, we have, have them. We have them, but they're not where they should. They're better. Let's say that I'm involved with a lot of women uh, organizations, and I. Uh, it was an alarming number to me, but I, I met with a, w a bunch of women who um, do venture capital money, and they told me that I think 80-something percent of the venture capital money goes to men. So it's getting wow. better, uh, but it could be better. And I think that they, you know, you're right. Uh, and when you say don't hide the so-called female qualities, uh, I would agree with you in the sense that you, you shouldn't, but you can then have to know who you're working with and how to diplomatically do that, I guess. I mean, you kind of have to be a little political because in any workplace there's always going to be some politics, and not even politics. I think you have to kind of know the personalities you're dealing with. So you say don't hide them and embrace them and make them work for you. So how do you suggest people do that? Should they be uncomfortable if they – or – well, Dottie, you just said yourself, we are very diplomatic. Women are diplomatic. And women also are good listeners and collaborators. And I think that's what we should use when dealing uh, uh, in any business situation. Uh, because women are often perceived, you know, especially in the leadership uh, positions, uh, women always perceived as cold and harsh and Yanni, everyone are you gonna feel, Go you, would you do me a favor take, we're taking a commercial break we'll be right back with Yula Yanni we're talking about female qualities in a, 
And Andrew Lieb is still here. And we've got yeah. We have Andrew Lieb. We'll be right back. 866-970-9622. He's the voice the news stations go to when they need to understand a headline-generating legal case, especially when it involves a celebrity. He's Royal Oaks, and he's Tom Girardi's guest this weekend on Champions of Justice. They talk about Rodney King, Robert Blake, and Michael Jackson, stories you couldn't hear during their trials. It's fascinating. Tune in Champions of Justice, Sunday mornings at 10, here on AM 970, The Answer. Stop chasing customers and let them chase you. Salem Surround offers full-service digital solutions. We'll help target the exact demographic you want in the exact area you want. Perfect for increasing awareness, a big sale, or rolling out a new product. If you need more business, you need Salem Surround. Call now for a free digital marketing checkup. Call Greg Cooper, Salem Surround Media Strategist, at 212-857-9635. 212-857-9635. Salem Surround. Digital Solutions. Real results. 212-857-9635. At Walgreens, we know that your day doesn't stop for diabetes. So when you've got places to go and people to see, count on Walgreens every day to get expert diabetes advice 24-7. Find all major brands of testing supplies like Walgreens True Metrics in-store and online. And download tools to help you stay on track, like our five-star mobile app with Pill Reminder. At Walgreens, we are your diabetes go-to. Stop by and talk to your pharmacist today. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. When it comes to their kids, dads don't have favorites. When it comes to their tools, they do. And the Home Depot has every one of them. Top brands like Makita and DeWalt. Exclusive brands like Ryobi, Husky, and Rigid. Even Milwaukee. With an M12 12-volt 5-tool kit, now just $199. Today is the day for doing and for dad the best selection of his favorite tools only at the Home Depot. More safe, more do it. Offer valid through June 19th while supplies last. I'm Michael Conti. And I'm Michael Honig from Honig Conti Perino Insurance. Our families have been in business since 1902. We want to let you know about some common misconceptions most people have about insurance. Number one, I don't need it. That'll never happen to me. Well, nine out of ten claims are water damage claims. And whether you're a business owner or a homeowner, it's not the thousands of dollars it costs to make the repairs that will shock you, but the tens of thousands of dollars it costs for a temporary office or housing. Bet you didn't know that. Number two, insurance is like a drive through and I can purchase it like a side of fries. The process shouldn't be difficult, but it does require real people that can guide you. Whether providing insurance for your apartment, co-op, condo, house, or your business, Michael Honig and Michael Conti are names you can trust. So call the Michaels today at 212-777-7113. That's 212-777-7113. Or visit them online at honigconti.com. H-O-N-I-G-C-O-N-T-E.com. Honig Conti Perino. Not just here to provide insurance, but insurance guidance. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. 
back. You're listening to I Am Real Estate. And for the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be asking you uh, if, if winning $20 million won't make you happy, there are four things that will. Take a stab at what those four things are. And with that, I'm here with uh, Yanni, Yulia uh, Yanni, and I have a call for her, and Andrew Lee, our real estate attorney, and I have a call for you. So let me get April first from Long Island City. Hi, April. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for calling it's, us. Yeah. yeah, it's still morning. I think you're saying it enough for the afternoon yet. It's still morning. Well, it's all, yet, I mean, uh, I don't know. What, so what would you say this time is? It's morning. Kind of, yeah, it, it doesn't turn afternoon until 12. 11 or 25. All right, so it's... Morning. Still morning. Good yeah. morning. All right. I wanted to ask a question because I couldn't hear too well on the, um, on the radio. Um, one question is the name of the uh, corporation and the real estate corporation. What is the difference of going? What is the um, benefits of going to um, a company that actually... Uh, specializes in uh, commercial real estate than just a regular real estate that does residential and realty? There is a big okay, difference. Okay, well, first of all, uh, just this, I guess this is kind of for Yanni, um, Yulia Yanni, but I can tell you right off the top of the head, like Douglas Elliman, we basically, we do some commercial, but very, like, little, uh, not a lot. We primarily do residential real estate. And if you're doing big commercial real estate, that's a completely different skill set and you need to use a commercial broker. Yanni, uh, what you I don't want to call you by your last name, Yulia. What what is your company? Because you founded she's an entrepreneur, she found three companies. What's your what where is your company? How does someone reach you now? But yes, uh that's it. Uh, my company is Real Atom. Real is real estate, Atom is a nuclear particle. Uh, and we we are building technology specifically for commercial real estate lending. For example, if you are a commercial real estate mortgage broker, you can use this technology to optimize your loan sourcing process. And uh, it frees a lot of time uh, and it allows you to grow your business. That's what we do. And the difference between uh, commercial and residential, just to simply uh, put, uh, residential, residential is uh, B2C, business to consumer, and commercial is mostly B2B, what is business to business. Okay. Yes. April, is that, usually commercial is about numbers. Um, did or you say? It's about numbers. Is there like a phone other number? Words, if you're renting, is there a phone number to reach you, Yanni? Yanni? Uh, yes. Hello? Uh, is there a way to yes, reach sure. you? Is there a number? Uh, yes, sure. Uh, it's probably better to uh, uh, reach me by email. email. And the easiest email is info at realatom.com. Okay, so wait go a second. To my That's inbox. Info. April, if you send, if you ask the, the person who took the call, to give me your, your email, because you're never going to remember that, to write it. I, I have to remember it. I will send it to you. I will send you the email so you can ask that question. Thank you. All right, and have a good afternoon. I mean, well, have a good morning for the rest of the morning. And thanks for calling <laughs> Thank you. Real Estate. Thanks, <laughs> April. I have Silvio from New Rochelle. I think he has a question for our 
expert real estate attorney, Andrew Lee. Hi, Sylvia. Good morning. Hi, Dottie. Uh, I just wanted to talk about the impending legislation that's going to take place uh, next week. It has to take place around June 15th. There are nine pieces of legislation up there in Albany, and they're really going to destroy uh, the real estate industry as far as rentals are concerned, rent-stabilized buildings. These landlords, I know many of them, the only way they make money is by, they don't make money on the increase each year in rent because when they go before the rent guidelines board, uh, the, inc the tenants usually have the benefit and have the larger voice there, and the increases are usually slightly below what a landlord should get. The way a landlord makes money on these properties is by MCI's major capital improvement when they do that in the building. They get it a factor, they get an increase in the rent. Individual apartment improvement, which means when they improve an apartment, they also get another factor, an increase in the rent. A big one is the vacancy uh, increase. When an apartment becomes vacant, they get a 20% increase, which is, which is wonderful. They improve the apartments, they improve the buildings. Uh, there's also a vacancy decontrol. If it goes above a certain amount of money, I think it's about close to $2,500 a month, the apartment gets, comes off of rent stabilization. They want to eliminate all of that in the legislature. Yeah, see, you know, Andrew, when we, we were talking about that a little bit earlier. I'd like to get your read on it. But I also, and again, I, if you are lucky enough to have a rent apartment that's uh, rent-stabilized or controlled, however, in all fairness, again, to the owners of those apartments, I there's got to be some way that they can make I mean I you know otherwise they they're not I don't know what they're going to do so I think I don't know enough about the exact laws that are coming out um, so that's enlightening what's your read on that Andrew so I just want to start off with I don't like to really comment on a law until the law is finalized okay. because until it's finalized things could always be changed but I agree with what both of you are saying because I take a business first approach and I'm more represent landlords, so it's very aggravating for the landlord business. But, Dottie, I think you'll appreciate this part. Whenever changes happen is the time that we spur innovation and disruptors. So in the short term, I think what everyone's saying is right, and it's going to be hard for the landlords. It's going to be a problem for the landlords. It's wrong for the landlords. But what we're going to see is there's going to be a company that emerges that figures out a way to leverage these changing laws and change the entire industry. That's whatever happens when regulations happen. There's always a, a magnificent entrepreneur that says risk equals opportunity. You know, Andrew, I really couldn't agree with you more. I I really believe with every breath of me, and I, as I said, I'm an entrepreneur, that there's always a way. And as I said, and I think, uh, Sylvia, I don't know if you heard the beginning of the show, but we kind of mentioned, and I'm not sure if it was pertaining to the rent regulations, but we basically said when something's new, by the time it really gets, it's got kinks, it has things that work and that don't work. Oh, we were talking about, Andrew, the income, uh, that they don't have to check where your money's coming from if you rent. So that's a lot. And basically, um, when is that supposed to happen, next month? Sylvia, so rent regulations is next month. The income happened a few months ago. Okay. So just for, for me, because I, I know it's supposed to happen, but so specifically it's, it's not allowing them to 
I, I know it, you could raise people so much, but what's the, what are they, they, they're keeping that or they're not keeping that or they're not letting them in? I know you can increase when somebody leaves, correct? So there's a lot of bills, as you just mentioned, and the overall for the listener is that they're making it very hard for a landlord to deregulate. That's the simplest way to say it, is that landlords had all these ways of deregulating, and I'll say it like this. Oftentimes, we have one person that spoils it for everyone. And what happened is there was so much bad PR from some naughty landlords that were regulated that caused the political climate to shift so everyone wanted to protect it. You know, they say the few spoil for the bunch. And so what happened is it started in New York City last year or two years ago with new harassment laws coming in. And now this is just another wave of it. And we're in a political climate right now. So it's about deregulation. Right. And it's very polarizing, but also, right, Andrew, you want to say something? Because I want to just say, you know, there's two sides. And so, like, if you want to live in New York City and you want to rent, it's it's really unaffordable. So there's a side of that people that, you know, they're not poor, but they, you know, they have just a limited income can live. So there's two sides. Now, Andrew, you know more about this than me. I, I'm in the real estate business. I don't know about these laws so much. I do know that on one, day, one time I did a show, there was a guy that wrote in on how, or I read somewhere on how to try to, because people say, can I get those apartments? And they're really hard to find. But, Andrew, what were you going to add to that? I think the, the main thing, and we're just going to loop back to our prior conversation, and that there's opportunity. I, I really see opportunity, and that's what I do with you at Douglas Elliman. We see we see changes, and I think I was reading you had a Facebook Dottie recently. Then in the last recession, did you start a column in the newspaper and you said this is an yes. opportunity to start the column? I did, and I I was living on Long Island then. I wasn't in the city, and Long Island basically at that time had one paper, and that was it. I mean, you can get the Times, but they had Newsday, which was basically a Long Island paper in Queens, and. They would have a picture of Ann Landers, and Ann Landers and my father, from when I was a little kid, always read Ann Landers. She would, for those of you who don't know, because she's dead, she would give advice. You know, what do I do? My boyfriend broke up with me. My daughter is not going to college yet. Whatever. And so right next to her column, because everything in the paper was negative, 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 it was the worst time for real estate. It was the worst time for this. This was bad. Long Island, everything was bad, bad, negative, negative. And I was so sick of hearing negative and bad information that I started a column. I made it look just like Ann Landers. Only I had my picture in, and to say I think I was better looking. But anyhow, I wrote the upside of Long Island. And I just put positive things in there. And I had such tremendous response. So, so, Silvio, thank you. But keep us posted. Call us back when you hear more. I'd love to keep you in the form of that. Uh, yeah, and we'll be back, right back with happens. Andrew oh. because we have to do time of the essence. We didn't finish. 866-970-9622. We're going to talk about time of the essence. Essence.
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap, even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you can move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed; it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. Get a two-pack of MyPillow's premiums for $69.98. That's only $34.99 per pillow, which is the lowest price ever offered on radio or TV. This offer is only available at MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798. Use promo code AM970. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. In an era where it's tough to know which news outlet to trust, at a time where it's difficult to find facts, not just opinion. There is an oasis in the news desert. It's the Cats Roundtable. John Katsimatidis, the personification of the American dream, who built a multi-billion dollar business empire, talks with some of the nation's top newsmakers every Sunday morning at 8.30 a.m. You won't just hear partisan spin. You'll hear directly from the newsmakers who are shaping the news cycle in the city, the country, and the world. On the Cats Roundtable, you won't just hear about politics. You'll hear about science, business, education, animal rights, and any other topics that you're interested in. Catch the Cats Roundtable every Sunday morning, starting at 8.30, right after Morano in the Morning on AM 970. The Answer. Maybe you'd like to know what exactly Relief Factor is. It was created by doctors. It's a 100% drug-free supplement with four key ingredients that simply help your own body deal with the natural inflammatory response that it has. It's easy to swallow, four little capsules in each packet, like the packet that I carry with me at all times. Three packets a day for a week, then two packets a day for two weeks, and I have just described the three-week quick start. And you will know in three weeks, that's the beauty of it, whether it works, they don't drag you on. That costs just $19.95. There's a very good chance that a very serious percentage of my listeners suffer from some sort of muscular or joint pain. You should try this for $19.95. That's all you can lose. If it works, they will send it to you automatically. If it doesn't work, tell them not to send any shipments. And it's as simple as that. It is all at relieffactor.com. I've been using it for years now. Relieffactor.com. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. Just go over what they both mean again or don't mean. 
I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Say would it you one more go, time. Would you go through for our listeners what a time of the essence opposed to an on or about? Because they're going to be in your contract, and for those who are listening, if you are buying a house, you're going to want to have, know what you're signing, whether it's time of the essence or on or about. And if you're selling a home, you certainly want to know what that means so you can pick the right one. So could you, Andrew, go over for our audience uh, what time of the essence generally means and what on or about means and what your best advice would be to the buyers and the sellers? Perfect. So I'm going to tell you what we train your Douglas Elliman agents because we actually do this in the orientation. Because and by the way, a- I think Jeff is listening. Yeah. So Jeffrey Stanton. Jeffrey Stanton, who runs DE University, who does all our continuing ed and all the puts all the programs together. Good morning. <laughs> okay. Okay, Andrew. Finish. Hey, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> What we do is we teach them that you don't need to be so polarized and pick on or about or time of essence. What you should have is a hybrid of them both. So let me tell you what they mean and then tell you what I suggest everyone does. On or about, on or before, or on mean it's subject to a reasonable adjournment. And we stopped previously and said, we don't know what that means. And the reason is that it's up to a court and a court needs to hear six factors and we don't need to go through them. Uh, Time of the essence means that date is the date, and if anyone doesn't show up on that date, they're in default and subject to losing a lawsuit. So here's the solution. Here's what we train your agents. Why on earth would you be subject to a reasonable adjournment that's not defined? So shouldn't the buyer and the seller, their brokers, their attorneys, agree what a reasonable adjournment is and then also agree the penalty if someone goes beyond the reasonable adjournment? To illustrate, we're going to close on July 1st. Either party's entitled to a 30-day reasonable adjournment. The party that requests after that another 30 days has to pay a $10,000 penalty. Problem solved. So, therefore, you have it so everybody knows before the contract, before they actually, they know what to expect. Now, that's why I really tell buyers and sellers, really, you need to get a real estate attorney because now what you might have to be at another place. Uh, maybe you are relocating, maybe somebody took another job. So you want to make sure that both parties know what that means. And as Andrew said, if you if if it's, if you have a compromise, then you know that somebody might close 30 days later. And you, as a seller, you would know that. And as a buyer, you would know that you had the 30 days, but if you didn't want to take them, you wouldn't have to, correct? But I was told never, I was told never, well, because, you know, I grew up in real estate. I started when I was in my 20s. So I, and those, you know, it was, they didn't have DE University, I'll tell you that. But I I was a sponge. I I tried to learn, and I think you can learn from everyone. And so, and it was a time when they really didn't have much on, that you could learn in real estate. We didn't have you. Um. So I tried, and there were mortgage people, because I then, when I started, I was like, oh, how do you, we had to qualify the people ourselves. I used to have a little calculator, 28% monthly, and I was always mixed up so that I would get this woman who was a mortgage broker. She would come to the office, and I would say, Florence, how do you do that again? I have these customers. I took their income over the phone. Can you just tell me what they qualify for? And we would have to hand it along. So we were a lot, very involved. It wasn't as sophisticated. I mean, the business has really 
come a long, long way. I mean, it's really, um, as I think Ace said before, it's pastime. Everybody wants yeah. to know about it. So, and it's not kind of like, you know, people look at it as an investment. People look at it as high stakes. It's really sophisticated. Uh, so, Andrew, so you want to know what you're doing. You want to use the right attorney, whether you're a buyer or a seller. You want to not use a friend of a friend who is doing somebody a favor, really doesn't want to do your real estate contract, okay, but does Correct. it because yeah. they have to. And they might be the best attorney in the world, but they don't know the nuances in real estate. So, so that's my advice. Um, I write for Dan's Papers. I, I'm sure you've heard of Dan's Papers. Oh, um, of course. Um, I write the Legally Speaking column, and I just submitted to their CEO the next article that's called, How Do You Know If Your Attorney's Terrible? What a great article. You have to come <laughs> on the show and tell us that. By the way, yeah, you need to, I know he doesn't own it anymore, but you need to pass the message. Um, when I first started in the Hamptons, and you can read about me in New York Magazine, the broker from another planet, um, they uh, boycotted me. So they wouldn't give me any of those things. And I didn't buy a company. I started from scratch. And uh, Dan, who owned the paper still then, would write, who's in the Hamptons? And so the first story, so the, he was the first person who wrote a story on me, uh, who's in the Hamptons. And I was getting somebody to write it and give him all the information. And he said, no, Dottie, let me write it and let me show them a side of you that's not only business, a human side of you. Trust me. And, you know, sometimes you can't trust reporters or people that you write. But I did, and he wrote the most wonderful story, and I respect him and love him and think he's terrific. And I read Dan's papers. It has been around forever. You know, papers come and go, but that's there. So now, Angel, everyone can read you in Dan's papers? Yes, I've been writing the Legally Speaking column for about four or five years now. You know, when I pass through, I always read through it, and I just, you know, it's a lot to yeah. read, so I don't read everything. I will look for it. And, and Andrew, while I have you, because I'd love you to be on the show more, uh, how do people reach you? People can reach me simply by going on the website. You just go to Lieb, like Long Island Education Board, AC, Wait, wait, slow down. L-A-W. Some people are driving, Andrew. I like the way you coined it, Andrew. You like that? We, we actually own the trademark, Long Island. I like it. Board. Slow down, though, Wait, Andrew. Slow down. slow down. Some people are driving. Okay. That's my name. But, and we uh, want no car accidents. L-I-E-B. Don't crash. L-I-E-B. 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 And if you just Google Lee, it'll come right up. I'm on three pages long. Well, you know, Andrew, we're also going to try to put this on our website. Um, so that you can, so people can reach you. Also. Andrew, do you have a phone number? I do. That you'd like to give out? 646-646-216-8009. Great. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, and I'm just saying, because I, I, I try to think, okay, what else? You know, we've, we've covered so much. And then we go back, because you can't hear something once. But uh, I really mean, Andrew, I don't think we ever covered Time of the Essence. And we, you, you, we're not going to have time to really get into another one, but that was really by me asking, what do you see come up that people need to know more of, about? So maybe you could give us a cliffhanger for the next show that you're on and tell us what's another one. 
Well, I think the one that you actually hit on to it is, do they get to keep the deposit when the buyer defaults? Yeah. I think that's, that's a big mistake. That's, that's, that's a, big, a good one. Yeah. That is a you good one. Hold that for next, that for next time. That is a good one. Wait, I have two for you. Okay, so if you're going to do what happens to the buyer if he defaults, what I'd like to also do is what happens if the seller changes his mind and, or her mind and does not want to sell and tries to default. Can they sue you? Hmm. Not now. Don't so answer that. So we want to do it both, you know, both ways. What are the consequences or possible consequences for the buyer? And what are the possible consequences for the seller? Because I have seen in my day somebody get cold feet or just change their mind or want to take a different offer. We want to talk about that also, you know, because there's a lot of mis, I believe, a lot of misunderstandings about contracts that are verbal. And, you know, you say, I'll take that deal. Uh, Yeah, I'll take that price. I'll take those terms. But there's nothing in writing. So I'd love to really talk about that because I think, uh, I still think, it has nothing to do with how smart you are. I just think that a lot of people don't understand uh, that if it's not in writing, it's not in writing. Now, you have and to they, let us know. They lose well. a lot of money from not understanding. Yes. So would would you would you cover that? Because that would be such uh, a benefit for our, our listeners. To really we can't hear. take that call. Unfortunately, I only have one minute. Yeah. Oh, our caller... Um, I don't think we're going to be able to take you, so call back next week. Listen, Andrew, thank you so much. I really love having you on the show, and so do our guests and our listeners, and I'm sure they'll be downloading later. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks, Andrew. And everyone, have a great day. Um, I think it's now after, well, no, it's still morning. So have a good morning. morning. We have five minutes left of it, and we'll be here uh, next week, and we're going to be talking about contracts. Okay. We've got uh, insurance is coming up. Our favorite insurance guy is coming up, and our credit guy is coming up next week. And then in three weeks, when it's the Gay Pride Weekend, we're going to have somebody from the Association of uh, of Gay and Lesbian Real Estate oh, wow. people. So they'll be on as a spokes. So we've got a lot of good yeah. stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks. Yes. By the way, you'll be so smart, you won't know what to do with all this knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> have a great day. Be here next week. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.